to the Vast Institute's Taste of Original Thinking podcast. My name is Michelle Sherman. I am the founder of Vast, and we're here to discover how to achieve greater things in life in a world that demands fresh and innovative solutions daily. Today, we discuss the most important skill set required to succeed in life, work, and the world imagination. Our guest, Paula Intravaya, a bold and enlightened designer of educational genius, is co founder of Club Cloud Collective and a staunch advocate for our right to daydream. Yay! We will explore the role of imagination and resilience and hear from Paula how to infuse purposeful daydreaming into our lives as a creativity virtue. And from the joys of talking with her thus far, I have to say, not just into your family life or into your creative life, but into your work, your team, your culture, it applies to every area you want to enrich. But first, before we talk with Paula, allow me to clarify what is original thinking. It's a profound approach and gentle solution to what ails the world is a bold step on the path towards illuminated living. Original thinker Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems at the same level of thinking we used when we created them. Have you ever been mentally stuck while trying to solve an insurmountable problem? Well, our minds are like rivers. They flow where they have been before. Vast Institute workshops, content, and curriculum liberate you from the unwanted eddies of life through the practice of six competencies that promote a heightened sense of clarity, confidence, and imagination, all applied to solving your issues, your challenges, and the world's challenges as original thinkers. Now, original thinking is about making your life fresh and new every single day and having it work for you. Today, we welcome Paula Intravaya, a gifted lifelong daydreamer who teaches K through 20 educators and learners to realize their creative potential, as well as provide research-based tools and techniques for organizations to inclusively scale creativity, innovation, and well-being. What an amazing deliverable. As co-founder of Cloud Club Collective, Paula is dedicated to the enhancement of human creativity. She brings research-based techniques via mobile technology and digital tools to individuals wanting to discover and unlock their latent creative. We'll talk about fertile ground for original thinking. I am so excited about this. Today, she will share with us how educators, cutting-edge entrepreneurs, and fourth graders all utilize her and Cloud Club Creative's purposeful daydreaming techniques to enhance their problem-solving capabilities and access their own personal creativity virtues. We discuss the value of positive imagination and purposeful daydreaming via the lens of her perspective, her experience, and the many she has gathered at Cloud Club Collective to hone their innovation edge as original thinkers. One of the many things I enjoy about Paula is her whimsy and dedication to furthering imagination as a tool for the human toolkit. Great to have you here, Paula. Welcome. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here and to connect with the original thinkers, the Albert Einsteins out there. It's really exciting uh, to share so many 
things in common with Fast Institute, with the six competencies that you outline in Kindling the Flame, and see how we align and can magnify the effects that we are both trying to achieve in others. Well, thank you, Paula. I have to say, it's just a real joy to see what you've done. And just for those who are tuning in for the first time who haven't heard about our competency of positive imagination, and those who have, we just want to remind that that is a hybrid optimism and critical thinking. And Paula's purposeful daydreaming truly, truly enhances people's ability to create positive imagination. So we're very excited to hear her read on that. Today's episode, actually, Paula, was inspired by some lively brainstorms that you and I had. First, I would like to ask you, how did you come to realize the power of purposeful daydreaming? Well, as you had noted, I am a lifelong daydreamer. And the recognition of the power of it came later in life while I was participating in something called a service jam. And that is a weekend of people who are in the design community. And I was there as a design-based educator where you coalesce around different topics, discover some needs and get into teams to use the design thinking process to come up with solutions. And my team was looking for possible needs around the topic of daydreaming. And we learned that people really enjoy daydreaming, except if it takes place at school or in the workplace. They also (laughs) believe that other people don't really think it's a good thing. So they don't share verbally how great daydreaming is. So it's something everybody has in common. They had some conflicting feelings about it. And so we realized that, wow, there's a purpose for it. There's a reason why humans daydream. And and in fact, we've since learned that we spend about 50% of our um, active thinking daydreaming. And so we set about looking for ways to destigmatize daydreaming in schools for the benefit of learners and of course, for anybody else who also participate. That is amazing. I was talking with one of your team earlier about purposeful daydreaming, and they were explaining to me that when you first started doing interviews, you spoke with all sorts of different types of folks who said that they loved it, but everybody else might be a little uncomfortable with it. Is that true? It is true. You know, we spoke with with children that thought that their parents didn't want them to daydream, but that they thought their parents were daydreaming, but they didn't want to talk about it because they didn't want the kids to know about it. And it's just interesting that because of the perceived connotation with daydreaming as a waste of time, that it's this secret positive experience that most people have. I love that, Paula. And that secret positive experience is not a waste of time. And today we'll be exploring how you have discovered the value, the true value through the science, the research, and also having a put some uh, technology out there to capture the benefit of it. Terrific. Let me ask you, I understand about the reaction and the fact that we all secretly love to imagine and daydream. Uh, People talk about being in the flow. We all have looked to enhance our creativity, especially in today's world where we need to each be flexible personally, professionally. Life is in transition and the way we deliver and receive food, information, friendships is all in transition at this particular time. So how does purpose 
peaceful daydreaming help people who are listening right now, who are going to learn a little bit more about it? How does that really help those who are in transition or perhaps not feeling like they're in full command of their lives as they once were because we're going through a time of of learning new things? I'm really glad you brought up the process of transition. It is a process. And very often we try to push through a little too quickly. We try to get through and just expect to start anew. And so that processing is something that daydreaming and purposeful daydreaming provides. So when we are mind wandering and daydreaming and we are maybe in between one capacity in our life and another that's oncoming and we might not be sure what to expect, but we know changes are coming. When we're daydreaming, we're allowed to do some future planning. We can role play. We can imagine possibilities. And therefore, we can be more prepared to act upon ways to leverage positive possibilities that we are more comfortable with because we spent some time considering that in our our private thoughts without judgment. And that's one of the beauties of daydreaming. It's a very personal thing. It's kind of like uh, something that we do for ourselves that enriches us because of its sense of restlessness. I have to say that most geniuses are people that come up with their ideas. I, I remember reading about Einstein and how he would just look at the water for hours and hours and hours and watch the rainbows coming off the water as he was working out his thought experiments. So what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of benefit to purposeful daydreaming, like having daydreaming with a purpose. And your group, Cloud Club Collective, as as I've come to learn, creates daydreams to address different situations. I know you curate them for individuals and educational groups and K through 20 learners and educators. Can you tell us a little bit more about how purposeful daydreaming is or what it might look like for somebody who is not fully familiar with that sort of approach to increasing your creativity? There are many ways to go about daydreaming purposefully. One of the ways that we are developing that you mentioned is our audio guided daydreams so that we are intentionally triggering the imagination network. So we're pressing on buttons that are scientifically proven to light up the areas of our minds that are associated with creativity. And so this can be our empathy. This can be our future planning, as I mentioned. It is allowing us for emotion regulation, a sense of humor, Of course, visualization and activating our senses, even conjuring memories, particularly fond memories, those all light up the imagination network, help us to think more creatively, make new connections, and then come up with an action plan or an idea or a solution. I love that, Paula, especially because in our discussion of Kindling the Flame, which we do the Practical Optimist Book Club once a month for those who are interested in learning more about positive imagination and stepping into some of the techniques that we have had the honor of working with. What really amazes me is how simple it is. We call it cognitive replenishment. And cognitive replenishment is another competency. It's the intentional care and feeding of one's mind. So you and I've talked about all of the benefits, the stress reduction, the diffuse thinking, 
all of that, could you share a little bit more about the benefits in those more scientific ways, the brain chemistry, just because many of our listeners have read Kindling the Flame or are coming to us because they've already been very interested in this topic. And I know that you have cutting edge information that might add to their understanding. One of the benefits that we've learned about recently is that purposeful daydreaming can diminish our anxiety and specifically anxiety specific to creativity. So creativity, anxiety, when we are feeling anxious or stressed, it's very challenging to think creatively. And so by purposeful daydreaming, we bring down that anxiety level. We benefit from that emotion regulation and we find that the, the chemicals that are released, the serotonin, et cetera, those are create a feedback loop that's positive so that we seek out that experience more frequently. We've also learned that in neuroscience, when you toggle between focused thought and diffused thought, and you're going back and forth, it actually develops that neuroplasticity in our brain. So it's strengthening the neural network. And again, it's a positive feedback loop that makes you even more able to think creatively. I hear that when I think in terms of imagining beautiful things and seeing the beauty in the world and really focusing on it and Kindling the Flame, we talk about where you pay attention. And it sounds to me through purposeful daydreaming, you're able to pay attention in a different way that allows you to then move to your more, I would say, sophisticated functions, problem solving, divergent thinking. And would you say that is also part of it, the problem solving abilities? Problem solving is one of the top reasons why we continue to do what we do. In order to imagine or to have solutions for these wicked problems that are out there, we have to be able to imagine that they're possible. And to imagine something's possible, you have to have that hope and that belief that it can be done, even if you don't know how it's going to be done. Practical optimism. Exactly. Couldn't help it. I'm sorry, Paul, excuse me. But you're exactly right. So we need that practical optimism and it is a habit. We like to start off very often with our purposeful daydreaming sessions with something called a thought cloud. So it's a prompt, something to launch you into positively. And then of course, the expectation is that your mind is going to drift and uh, wander, but it's there as your foundation. So if you're thought cloud is imagine it's possible, that's a positive place to begin. And you tend to revisit that as your mind works through and moves through its own pace and processing. As you well know, one of our greatest dedicated beliefs, because we do our very best to share nourishing ideas in our content and and in our curriculum, is that we can imagine a better world into being. But you have to first believe that a better world is possible. I see folks around me and they're so creative and they have so much to give. But I find that sometimes they're hesitant to share those sorts of original thoughts, those imaginative things that they've come up with. Have you found in your work why that might be the case? Well, one of the things we talked about is creativity virtues. And one of those really powerful virtues, the intellectual virtues is intellectual courage. And that is being brave enough to share 
your wild idea, your goofy idea, your implausible idea, something that might be burning inside of you and you're afraid you're going to be judged. And so that's the fear that we have to overcome is that judgment. So when we have a safe place and we're around those we trust, we're more willing to share those ideas. And those of us that are developing our intellectual courage are willing to share them despite <laughs> the possibility of judgment. Right. And so you're talking about uh, psychological safety. Absolutely. The psychological safety of spending time, maybe not knowing the full answer, but opening up your mind and your intuition and your intellect and every part of you to find the pieces that will get you from here to there, even though it might not show up fully formed in, a, in your imagination. It's, it encourages that. Right. And part of that is similar to what you in Kindling the Flame talk about that and thinking. And if you do the yes and thinking with others, then you can build upon each other's ideas. You accept it and you add to it. You can even do this in yourself. So you can have an idea Think to yourself, okay, here's my idea. Yes, and take it to the next level. So it takes, again, practice. It's, it's a creative practice. And I love the fact about the intellectual courage. Is there a list available? Sure, there's around nine that are typically identified. They are things like intellectual thoughtfulness, carefulness, the open-mindedness, curiosity, tenacity. Those sound a lot like a, a list of leadership qualities to me. For people to dismiss the power of imagination or the purposeful daydreaming because it, they're a little uncomfortable. Is, are there any downsides to purposeful daydreaming? It's so misunderstood and underutilized. Is there anything associated with it that could be considered a downside? When practiced properly, there are not downsides. However, there are people that when they engage in daydreaming, they tend towards negative thoughts, which we call dark clouds. Um, and as educators, we're aware of this, we would then launch into trauma-informed practices. And, and as adults, uh, we would encourage people to be cognizant and aware of how to manage those thoughts. Well, that would be a great time to pick up Kindling the Flame because we're, that whole book is about positive imagination, which is the opposite of the dark clouds. And I myself have that practice to stay positive on a daily basis. Some days it's easier. Some days it takes a little bit more groundedness. And I definitely enjoy the purposeful daydreams in my life, the ones that you've put together and also the ones that I'm able to understand I can do personally, privately on my own. So that's wonderful. Let me ask you something. When people say that purposeful daydreaming is a waste of time, what do you say to them? I say, oh, then you haven't had a chance to really practice it and enjoy the benefits of it. So there's... Of course, the neuroscience and the cognitive science behind it, but really it's somebody experiencing it themselves that's going to sell them on it. And we've encountered over and over, typically adults who have been trained to not daydream and to stay productive and to stay hyper-focused and on task. 
And just the idea of pausing in the middle of a productivity type of workday or session to daydream purposefully makes them nervous. Then once they experience it, they have this realization like, wow, that, that was beautiful. That was helpful. I want to do that again in a way that's going to benefit me. And then, of course, it's that, as you said, cognitive replenishment. It has the benefits afterward. You will be more focused. You will be more productive and you will be more creative. And we're finding out that achievement also improves, especially in an educational setting. Well, it sounds like a secret sauce. When we talk about practical optimism and the difference between skeptics and cynics, skeptics are people who go, hmm, we're not exactly sure how it works, but we're willing, again, the willingness to believe it's possible. And cynics are people who are just wanting to be right about the fact that it's not possible. And so my sense is this might actually help people start seeing things from a different perspective because they're relaxing their mind, they're giving themselves an opportunity to press the reset button and come at it from a fresh spot. Absolutely wonderful. Let me ask you something. How might people use purposeful daydreaming to develop their imagination? Because there's a lot of demand right now for innovation, adaptation, creativity. So could you give us an example of something that can be done simply on a daily basis and how that would could improve somebody's pr professional creativity? Sure. Well, creativity is problem solving in a novel way and having a, a fresh perspective on a problem. So if you are in the practice of purposeful daydreaming in whatever profession you're in and you are focused on solving a problem, you may be coming up with something you think is the solution, or maybe you're stuck. Recognizing that, taking the time for a creative pause through purposeful daydreaming, or taking a walk, or even washing your hands. There are many different ways to go about it. Or reading that silly novel, one chapter in that silly romance novel that makes you giggle and laugh, or having a Snickers bar. Yes, activating your senses in another way, taking your mind off the problem, but it's still there. It's still kicking around in the back of your brain, but you're also pulling in other more positive inputs and then coming back to it. That's when you're going to have your success, your progress, your fresh ideas, your illumination. So we think of creativity as a process. There are four different stages. So you have your preparation where you're, you're focusing, you're taking in information, you're working towards something, but then there's the incubation phase. So you stop, you let it incubate. That's when the illumination comes. And then finally, there's the validation. That's where you share your thinking, you get some feedback and go back around again. And it's very similar to the learning process. Thank you for sharing the four steps for myself, a reminder for myself and for our audience. You're reminding me of all the great thinkers like Archimedes, who found his Eureka in the bathtub and figured out how to weigh gold. I'm thinking about Einstein looking at the lake and going, wait a second, the universe is, is flexible. 
just so many different opportunities. When I was in Tashkent, Uzbekistan many years ago, there was someone that I admired very much who was speaking in a different language. And the translation, I'll never forget this, was when you're stumped, stop what you're doing and try a new activity and then come back to it. Come on, don't knock your head against the wall. This is what we do here. If you can't figure it out, you stop, you step back, you go, you take a walk. And it was like through thousands of years of learning, they figured out that that was a good approach. The universal wisdom. <laughs> so what are some of the ways people can begin purposeful daydreaming? How can they just step into it and, you know, check it out, try it? You know, I know that you and I talk about some of the practices in Kindling the Flame. And the purposeful daydreaming for me is just such a beautifully curated, lovingly put together opportunity to refresh and to give that pause to your mind and start moving into that original thinking and positive imagination. How could someone start that for themselves? The first thing I would suggest is to catch yourself daydreaming. As we already mentioned, we all daydream. So when is that happening? Is it on your commute? Is it while you're doing household chores? Is it while you're taking a walk because you didn't bring your phone with you and so you're, you're not distracted by other things? But when is that happening? And it typically will happen on a regular basis. We have our routines. So notice when it's happening. Then preserve that time. Protect that time. Even if it's just three minutes, make sure that that is available to you. And then from that step, see if you can lengthen it and include attaching it to whatever other habit might be involved. So Perhaps you have a, a daily ritual of the way you make your coffee. Uh, so don't give yourself any other inputs. Don't listen to a podcast while you're doing it. Listen to the Toot podcast another time for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Lengthen it if you can. And then being intentional about capturing your thinking, making sure you note any feelings. So if you get into the habit of making notes, of ideas that come to mind before they dissipate and you move on to the next most important thing. Capture those ideas, even if it's just a feeling. Write that down or take a photo to remind you or make a voice memo. So that's a good habit to get into to start with purposeful daydreaming. Wonderful. So basically notice it that because it's already happening whether we admit to it or not. Value it, notice it, and then allow it, focus, and then expand it. Well, oh, thank you so much, Paula. Let me ask you, is there anything else today that you would like to share with our listeners about purposeful daydreaming, cloud club, anything of that nature before we start moving towards our close for today? I would like to share that purposeful daydreaming is not a waste of time. It's time well spent. It pays off dividends for you and those around you. Very busy parents out there who don't have time to daydream much or have thoughts of their own know that they're much better to those they love once they've had some time in their own thoughts. So preserve that time, value that time, try it. You'll like it. Thank you, Paula. And uh, in just a moment, I will explain to the listeners how they can try it at a workshop that you and I are doing. 
in the next few weeks and uh, they should check our calendars. There's more to it. And this is just absolutely amazing. What I want to say before we close today is thank you and your team at Cloud Club Collective for taking the initiative to do what we can to help people imagine a better world into being. We need gentle, simple, easy, uh, safe ways of experimenting and doing the things that we're meant to do as creative people. I've worked with your group and done the, the Purposeful Daydreams and looked at how inclusive and delightful it is to participate with you. Thank you so much for that and for being part of our vast brain trust for all of the imagination that you bring into the world so that we can create a better world together. Thank you, Michelle. It's a delight to connect with all of the creative geniuses out there listening. And I wish everybody happy, positive imaginations. Thank you, Paula, for sharing with us how purposeful daydreaming significantly improves creative energy and sparks innovation through the care and feeding of your mind, our definition of cognitive replenishment. For more information about the groundbreaking work that Paula and Cloud Club Collective are doing, please check out her offerings, keynotes, workshops, and blog at www.mycloudclub.org. You will be delighted. And please sign up for her teacher's guide. We have an upcoming presentation. They also have a beta testing of an app. If you're interested in being on the cutting edge of purposeful daydreaming, positive imagination, supporting the work that Paula and Vast are doing in imagining a better world into being, please check out being a beta tester for their app. And if you need or want to build imagination as your superpower, Paula and I have decided to create an interactive workshop on imagination, your new superpower. The course is designed for forward thinkers in business, education, and personal development. Please see the next date on the VAST events calendar or contact Paula or myself for more information. For over three decades, we have built VAST around a simple premise that what I do matters. By awakening the genius within, we enrich our lives and world around us. This allows us to take responsibility for the life we create. By acknowledging this, we can amplify our success, kindness, and influence in the world. If you would like to become an original thinker, creating a quality of life beyond your imagination, please subscribe to our newsletter at www.vastinstitute.com, where you can learn more about C-suite coaching, integrating our personal integration model for therapists, heals, and visionaries, podcasts about what is right in the world, and a community of practical optimists like Paula and her team. It is such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. May you be well, and let's create something outrageously wonderful this year. Thank you. <laughs>